I hope you are well, and I pray that you are happy. Welcome to Daily Reflections. Each day we spend time in prayer and break open the Word. I'm Father John, and this podcast is meant to guide us, to challenge us, to help us to grow in our relationship with Jesus and with one another. You are a blessing. You're a gift. God loves you so very much. And I just want to thank you for joining me today on this 26th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And we begin with Psalm 146, verse 7, 8 to 9, 9 to 10. Praise the Lord, my soul. Together, praise the Lord, my soul. Blessed is he who keeps faith forever, secures justice for the oppressed, gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets captives free. The Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord raises up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the just. The Lord protects strangers. The fatherless and the widow he sustains, but the way of the wicked he thwarts. The Lord shall reign forever. Your God, O Zion, through all generation. Praise the Lord, my soul. Together, praise the Lord, my soul. Our gospel for today is taken from Luke chapter 16, verse 19 to 31. Jesus said to the Pharisees, There was a rich man who dressed in purple garments and fine linen and dined sumptuously each day. And lying at his door was a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who would gladly have eaten his fill of the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Dogs even used to come and lick his sores. When the poor man died, he was carried away by angels to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried And from the netherworld where he was in torment, he raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he cried out, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am suffering torment in these flames. Abraham replied, My child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime, while Lazarus likewise received what he was bad. But now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, between us and you, a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours or from your side to ours. He said, Then I beg you, Father, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. But Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. He said, Oh, no, Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Then Abraham said, If they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. Today, Jesus is addressing the Pharisees and If I may be so bold, he addresses both you and me as well. He starts by introducing a rich man. No name, just a rich man. Jesus does not say he is a bad man. Jesus does not say he does anyone harm. He lives a life of luxury and not a care in the world. The gospel says he dressed in purple garments and fine linen and dined sumptuously each day. 
Just imagine having your favorite dish every day, corned beef and cabbage. He does not pay attention to his surroundings. He's content, eats well, and is very comfortable. This nameless man does not care for anyone outside his luxurious home. Now, there is also a poor man with a name, Lazarus. And lying at his door was a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores. He's hungry, homeless, no fancy clothes, just a street person, a beggar, the poorest of the poor. He's probably sick because of all the sores on his body. Now Lazarus died. and When the poor man died, he was carried away by angels to the bosom of Abraham. How beautiful, carried by angels, just as someone must have placed him at the gate of the rich man. Now the angels place him near Abraham. Shortly after the rich man died, what was his name? Oh, I forgot he, he has no name. The rich man also died and was buried. No angels, no fanfare, just buried. He sent to the netherworld in torment. Not a happy place, no happy meals. Now the rich man asked Abraham to order Lazarus to, to relieve his suffering and later to send a message to his brothers. And even from the depths of hell, he still views Lazarus as a slave who can be ordered around at his whim. He just does not see it. He's only concerned about himself, even after death. My friends, we do not buy our way to heaven. We help the poor, we feed the hungry, we house the homeless, we care for the sick, we visit prisoners, we work for justice, because that's simply who and how God's people are to be. The question isn't what's in it for me, but what's in it for them. Now we hear from Abraham. My child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime, while Lazarus likewise received what was bad. But now he's comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, between us and you, a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours or from your side to ours. The rich man wants Lazarus to warn his brothers of the dangers of hell. But Abraham says that if they won't heed the truth that they have, Moses and the prophets, then they wouldn't believe even if someone rises from the dead. You know, I think of Jesus and how even though he rose from the dead, it was not enough to sway the Pharisees from their heart in opposition to the truth that was clearly before them. So what are we to take from all this? First of all, if you notice, this gospel is filled with divides, divisions, separations, chasms. Remember the gate at the beginning? On one side of the gate lies Lazarus, dressed in sores and dog spit, hungry and unable to get up and walk. On the other side, the rich man, dressed in fine linen and purple, sits at his table and feasts every day. And then... We go from there and to the chasm at the end. 
On one side of the chasm, Lazarus sits comforted in the bosom of Abraham. On the other side, the rich man stands tormented. Now, I think we all have to examine our own heart to find the gates that separate us from ourselves, our neighbors, our enemies, those we love, and ultimately God. What are those gates for you in your life? What are the gates that that we have in the parish? What are the gates that we have in our country? What gates do we live with? Fear, anger, greed, pride, prejudice, loneliness, sorrow, addiction, busyness, indifference, apathy, hurt, resentment, envy, cynicism. Gates destroy relationships. Jesus desires that there are no gates, no chasms. Second, each of us is not some man or some woman. No, we have a name. Lazarus actually means God is my helper. God cares and calls each of us by name. Always, always, my friends, recognize the person in front of you, the person by your side, the person behind you. You have a name. Do not live your life nameless. Third, wealth is not bad. After all, Abraham was wealthy. But wealth brings with it certain responsibilities, a certain stewardship. We will give an accounting for how we handle the wealth that God has given us. We will give an accounting of how we truly are concerned for others. If we don't notice and minister to those in need, what excuse will we have? In the final analysis, the rich man's punishment is not for riches, but for neglect of what those scriptures teach. Today's story is not a judgment that rich people go to hell and poor people go to heaven. This story isn't so much about our future, but it's about our present lives. It's about how we're living right now. It's a reminder that our lives are connected and intertwined in the world and eternal life. And so finally, be aware of the pain and the suffering of others. Offering food to someone who is hungry, perhaps a burger, a breakfast, to, to volunteer at, at St. Vincent de Paul, you know, or a community cafe. And this week we're highlighting St. Vincent de Paul and the, 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 the good work that they do and how we need to be involved and engaged and how we need to help to literally talk with hungry people, to treat each person with dignity and respect. All of these things help us. To, to really show our, our love for one another. My friends, we cannot ignore our brothers and sisters, especially those who ask. I reflect on the fact that the dogs were kinder to Lazarus than many of his own people. Always remember, we have Jesus at our doorstep. Jesus to remind us of how we should live. Open your eyes and see Jesus who is calling out to you. And I'm sure that we have all been both the rich men and Lazarus. We can all name times when we're, when life has been good, full, easy. And likewise, we can name times when it has simply left us destitute, broken, sorrow, suffering. And so my friends, are you that person with no name 
or do you have a name? And if you have a name, then you will recognize your own need for others and you will also see the person, the other person with a name who is in need. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.